Hi everyone, Sean St. Jacques here, episode 38 of the Shock Jacques Knicks podcast on the Posting and Toasting podcast network. Um, interesting show this week. Um, it's been a crazy week uh, since the last show when we kind of broke down everything that's been happening uh, in the world of sports and things have just escalated seemingly every hour. Um, over the last week, first and foremost, hope you are doing well. Hope that if you're listening to this podcast, uh, really, if you're, you know, all you, your loved ones, uh, everyone out there that comes across this or otherwise, hope you are all doing as well as you can be during this really tough time in the world at the moment. Um, things are getting crazier and crazier by the minute. Um, it's an honor uh, to still be doing this show despite everything that's going on. Uh, part of the reason I'm still doing this is because I don't have much else I can do, uh, as many of you are, I'm sure, as well. Uh, I am in isolation at the moment, just trying to do my part. Uh, luckily for me, uh, I am fine. My family at the moment, uh, knock on wood, is fine as well. Um, so we are just kind of uh, doing as much work as we can, you know, spending some time with each other, trying to get some exercise, trying to get outside when we can, you know, while while still uh, practicing the social distancing uh, that many of you, I'm sure, uh, are doing. And if you're not, you probably should be doing it uh, because this is getting ser- more serious and more serious by the minute, it seems, um, if you've been keeping track uh, of everything that's been going on. If you haven't been or if you've been trying to distract yourself uh, from everything that's been going on, um, I don't blame you. I've been trying to do that myself. I've been watching <laughs> old highlights, uh, from around the sports world, all the different sports that I love. Uh, YouTube has been big, uh, the last week or so, uh, trying to figure out what's been happening. It's been a wild week. Um, a lot of people have tested positive in the NBA. The NBA has continued to, uh, kind of be the leader in everything that's been going on in the world of sports, uh, of how to deal with this. I think that's kind of where I wanted to start. You know, this, just to kind of give you a little peek behind the curtain, you know, this has been a tough week to prepare for a show. There's hasn't, there hasn't been anything to really talk about besides the coronavirus. To be fair, we have some things in the works, nothing that's been approved yet, because uh, I haven't presented it to the posting and toasting people as of yet, but there's a couple of things for fun that we're going to try to do over the next couple of weeks. Um, and I'll, the only hint I will give you is that some of them, some of these things are bracket related uh, that we're hopefully going to be interacting with you guys with. If you like that, please let me know. Uh, if you have any ideas, um, I'm never afraid uh, to interact with you guys, uh, as as I've told as, as I've told you before. So don't be shy. Um, and if you just feel like listening and you don't feel like uh, interacting, uh, that's fine too. Uh, if and for the people that have been listening over the last week. Uh, God bless you guys. Uh, I don't know why <laughs> with everything that's going on. Maybe like I said before, maybe it's a nice distraction for you guys. Uh, and I'm glad that if that's the case, I can help you guys out a little bit with everything that's going on. To be honest with you, it helps me. Uh, it gives me about 45 minutes to an hour every week to just kind of put my thoughts down. And um, I wouldn't say it's therapy because I, you know, I'm getting paid to do this and, and things like that. And, um, you know, this is a job in a way, but uh, it, it's a way of kind of just reorganizing everything and, and checking in on you guys a little bit and um, and getting a chance to, you know, speak my mind a little bit. And, you know, maybe in that way, it is a little bit like therapy just because we don't we, we don't have a, you know, a lot we can do right now uh, besides listening to the CDC, the doctors, 
uh, and the people out there that actually know what the heck they're talking about. So, first and foremost, um, as far as what's happening now, you know, the things going on in the NBA, I think Adam Silver deserves a ton of credit. You know, we, we can talk about um, a lot that's going on right now. You know, I'm sure some of you want to talk about the draft, but, but like, it's tough to talk about these things, you know, player moves and rumors and 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 things like that when we don't know when any of this is going to happen again. And later on in the show, I'm going to, you know, we're going to go through a couple of scenarios the NBA could maybe pick up. But, you know, the biggest thing that we don't know is, you know, how long this is going to go on for. We really don't know. You know, the coronavirus... Things are changing every day. Things are changing every hour. You know, new developments are going, are coming and going, you know, as I'm doing this podcast, as you're listening to this podcast, you know, things are changing by the minute. So it's tough to find, you know, to, to, to say, well, yeah, the NBA draft's happening in June. So let's talk about what the Knicks are going to do because we don't know what's going to happen. You know, we don't know if the, the draft probably isn't going to happen in June, you know, if I'm being honest. The way things are going, the NBA draft is going to get pushed back. You know, the, the season's obviously going to get pushed back. We don't know when the season's going to get finished. We don't know if the regular season's just going to be over. We don't know if the playoffs are, are it's just going to be the playoffs and the playoffs are going to be pushed back. You know, there's still, there's still, you know, a camp out there that think that the NBA season should be canceled and we just don't worry about it and we just go into next season. There's no champion this year and we just move on and and that's and that's the end of it so a lot of things are in play here but I think regardless of all that I think Adam Silver has been incredible the commissioner of the NBA with the way he's handled this situation and and I think he because you look at what I mean he's been a leader because you look around the the other sports I mean it took Rob Manfred way too long for for Major League Baseball to come out and respond to this, and, and Roger Goodell has been Roger Goodell. He's he's, he's been Goodelling it all up as he normally does, and the NFL has been a follower, not a leader, uh, when it comes to this. They they've been as meek as they've ever been. Uh, but you look at the NBA, as strong as it's ever been against adversity, and they were the reason why, as we mentioned on the last podcast, why everything ended up getting pushed back or canceled or postponed or whatever. They were the first sports organization basically on the planet to say, you know what? We got to do something here. You know, we've got to step in. And I think that's when a lot of America kind of started to realize, oh boy, this is serious. You know, whether you're in the sports world or not, the NBA just stopped their season. Something's going on here. We've got to pay attention. And at least for me in the sports universe that we get stuck in all the time, that was when I was kind of like, oh, wow. You know, playing behind closed doors even is not a good idea. Like, that kind of a thing. Like, we've got to, you know, this is far-reaching. You know, Rudy Gobert testing positive, then Donovan Mitchell testing positive. Since then, four Brooklyn Nets have tested positive, including Kevin Durant. On top of that, you know, you're looking around uh, the NBA, you're looking around other sports. You know, Sean Payton from the Saints today got tested positive for coronavirus. So there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things going on right now that are really tough to kind of gauge. There's a lot of things going on where we're not really sure um what's going to happen next. But you know what we are we are sure of is that the commissioner of the NBA is there to lead us forward in the sports world because someone's got to do it. It's not going to be Goodell, it's not going to be Gary Bettman, it's not going to be Rob Manfred. 
You know, it's not going to be, you know, these other sports organizations. It's not going to be Mark Emmert from the NCAA. We know that. Adam Silver, I, I mean, in the in, the, in the, one of the most trying times in recent memory, in in really on the planet, you know, forget the sports world. You know, he's been a leader here. Uh, and I don't know, you're not even for the sports world. I mean, people that, you know, I'm t- I was talking to people earlier this week that last week, you know, if we're talking like two weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago, you know, many people weren't given the coronavirus the time of day. They couldn't give a crap. Couldn't give less of a crap about it. And then all of a sudden, when the NBA decided to postpone the season after the Rudy Gobert news, I, I'm getting texts all day a couple of days ago with people just saying, whoa, did, did Adam Silver really just do that? Like that kind of a reaction. And, P, and these some of these people don't care about the NBA, don't care about sports. And But they just realize, wow, you know, the NBA just, just said, you know what, we're not playing anymore. We're taking our guys off the court. And it doesn't matter if fans are there or not. We're done for now. And now we don't know. I mean, that that's the thing that I want to talk about later on in the show. What's going to happen going forward? It's tough to speculate. But, you know, there's options here. You know, the NBA has to really, really watch this kind of day by day. You know, this is kind of a... You know, we don't really know what's going to happen because this, again, this situation changes so much. You look at the situation in China at the moment, and they're kind of on the back end of it in some way. They're kind of on the, you know, we're loosening our restrictions a little bit side of things. But remember, that China's where it kind of started, according to mo- most of the reports. Although that some of those are being disputed now by some people, but that, that's the that's the era we live in now. Um, and, and that they were, you know, they're going through it for a while. I was listening to a couple of different podcasts today, trying to learn more about what's going on. And I mean, there's some people talking about, you know, we're not going to be thinking about, you know, loosening these restrictions on, you know, the, the safe distancing and the, you know, some people quarantined and, and things like that until maybe May. And then there's other people saying, you know, the worst case scenario is we're, you know, we're in October and this is still going on. So we really don't know. It, it could be sooner than May. It could be a lot further away than May. You know, we could be talking, you know, towards the end of this year and we're throwing 2020 away basically. And there's people, you know, that are still getting diagnosed with it. So it's, you know, it's, it's dangerous. And for the people out there, you know, I talked with people the other day that are saying, well, you know, it's just old people who are getting it, or it's just the flu. Don't listen to those people. Don't listen to those people. They don't know what they're talking about. They're not paying attention. They are ignorant or they are in denial because that is very much what is happening. Younger people are getting sick and dying from this. It is much more, uh, much more, uh, dire than the flu. The flu kills, I read, 50 to 60,000 people a year. Within the next couple of months, this could kill 100,000 people. More, oh, oh, more than, almost more than double what the flu does in a year. This is going to do most likely in the United States in a few months. Maybe, you know, definitely less than a year we're talking here. So the NBA has done a phenomenal job dealing with this. This is serious, obviously, as I just kind of mapped out for you guys. This is very serious, and in the in the face of real life problems, somebody's got to be there. 
And I think the first thing we have to do is tip our cap to Adam Silver. He's just been phenomenal. He has been on a... a he's, he's gone through a phenomenal stretch where he's been going into the media. He's been going into different mediums and just trying to map it out. He's been on the front lines in the media just kind of saying where, you know, not only where they're at, but, you know, kind of trying to calm people down and trying to keep people from getting too afraid of this because fear is half the problem with a lot of these things. Now, the fear is well-placed because, you know, you hear doctors out there saying that this is the scaredest they've ever been. You know, this is the scaredest they've ever been as doctors as to how bad this can get. You know, we have, we have hospitals in the United States already that are overrun with people getting coronavirus already. That, that, that is, I mean, that's incredible to think about how quickly that's happened. You know what I mean? And there's doctors out there also saying that the United States is one of the worst countries as far as the way we've responded to this. So it's even more important that people like Adam Silver are out there trying to help the situation as best they can. You know, I think another thing that has to be, you know, commended is, is all the NBA teams and all the NBA players, the Zion Williamsons, the Kevin Loves, that the players out there that are paying for the employees at these arenas or, or with these teams that can't get paid because games are not going on. You're donating hundreds of thousands of dollars to helping these employees for at least a little bit of this stretch to, to get through this tough time. Uh, I, I think that's extremely, extremely commendable what they're doing to try to help. You know, I, I've seen it with a number of organizations, I believe including the Knicks. I was reading on Twitter, I forget who the source was, but the Knicks were also going to pay employees uh, during this stretch as well, which is great to see. It should be done. You know, the Knicks, of course, you know, were, were a team that wanted to keep playing until the government stepped in and, and things like that. So that's, you know, that's typical Knicks. That was from Woj uh, earlier this week, I think, or about a week ago. I forget exactly when. But, you know, that's classic Knicks. But then I believe the, the report came out earlier this week that the Knicks are going to pay their employees inside the garden that normally work there to, you know, try to help them out because they're not going to be able to get a job. And that's, that's the tough part about this. Right now, I said this last week as well. You know, there's people that in the sports world that just lost their jobs, you know, for a lot of this year, including myself. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, we're going to have a tough time getting jobs. You know, it's, it's, it's a first world problem. You can kind of argue or whatever the case may be, but because of the coronavirus, you know, no one's hiring right now. You know, that's, that's kind of where everybody's at, at the moment. And there's no sports for us to work. So we're kind of just, you know, waiting things out as best we can and trying to figure it out as we go. So, it's I'm sure and I'm sure people are out there that are listening to this podcast are going through the same exact thing it's tough it's very very tough and I commend you for continuing to fight and try to get through this because it is not easy but we have to do the best we can it's for everyone's health I mean that's kind of the thing that's being put to the forefront here and that's what's most important so just reading earlier you know Devin Booker from the Phoenix Suns uh, was another player who's donating $100,000 to COVID-19 relief efforts. I mean, just, you know, this is the time, right? This is the time that guys need to be stepping up and and need to be kind of putting uh, themselves aside here and trying to help the people that really need the help. So that is kind of where I'm at 
with the first part of the show. I'm not going to take a break yet because I want to just kind of dive into one more thing. But um, the second half of the show, we'll dive into how this season could end up finishing and and we'll get a little sports in. Uh, but it's it's tough to ignore the coronavirus, you know, that kind of a thing that's going on in society right now. And again, our plan as the show continues over the next few weeks or as long as we can, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what posting and toasting wants to do, you know, as far as we can, as long as we can keep doing it, we're going to keep doing the show uh, because you guys are continuing to listen. Uh, and I think that's kind of what it comes down to you guys. We're still getting hundreds and thousands of you every week who are listening to this podcast. Uh, so to these podcasts. So uh, that's why we're continuing to push forward and continuing to pump out that content for you guys because uh, you clearly still want it. So, and that's much appreciated. That's, you know, that helps us. Again, it helps us tremendously, both shows, to have some place to go uh, to kind of still talk about, you know, again, we'll talk about these issues from time to time because that's all anybody's talking about right now. But we can also talk some sports as best we can um, and try to, as best we can, balance both. Uh, and, you know, give you some content to maybe be a little bit of a distraction for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, uh, every week, uh, to give you guys a little bit of a space to vent, you know, think things over, you know, distraction. I don't, I don't know. You know that's the thing. Other people, people deal with it in so many different ways. You know, I, I, some people want to be distracted. Some people want to learn more about it. Some people want to, um, read a book. <laughs> Some people just want to talk to their family. Um, you know, I've been trying to figure out ways to, you know, quote unquote, hang out with my friends without leaving the house, you know, finding ways to, whether it's been through video games or Skype or, or whatever, just to try to, you know, get out of the house is mentally, if you will. And then physically, you know, trying to find some time to get some exercise outside as well with all the gyms closed and, and things like that. Things that I'm sure you guys are doing, um, as well, but but just to close out the first half of the segment, it's just been great to see the way the NBA has handled this, and um, you know, I was saying this last week. You know, a rare time where the NCAA has handled this well, um, but this has been you know this is time and again under Adam Silver through difficult times, the Donald Sterling situation uh, where he had to step in. You know, the owner of the Clippers who just crossed the line. I mean, not only in so many ways, but in so many different times throughout his ownership of the Los Angeles Clippers to kind of facilitate his ousting from the NBA and getting uh, the Clippers to stay where they were. You know, Steve Ballmer comes in and the Clippers are in such a phenomenal spot now. So Adam Silver, you know, Adam Silver is just, he's the, he, he proves time and again, you know, in these big situations that he's the best commissioner in the NBA. And, you know, a lot of these NBA players keep proving that, you know, they're some of the best players and some of the best people in sports. So it's it's great to see that. It's great to see the NBA working as a family to try to help the people around the NBA family and the fans through a very difficult time. So, and people in general, that's the most important thing. You know, the relief efforts, those donations, the ones like Devin Booker from the Phoenix Suns put together are extremely important because now we're seeing, I mean, we're, you know, forget about, you know, um, yeah, we, obviously we're seeing different players and coaches around the NBA and around the NFL and around major league baseball and, and other sports, hockey as well, soccer, all getting tested positive for coronavirus, but the numbers in general are going up every day. You know, it, it really, you know, 
it comes back down to social distancing is crucial at this time since we don't know what it is. They're still trying to test for vaccines and, and things to try to find a cure for coronavirus to try to slow this all down. But for now, you know, this is where we're at and it's great to have somebody like Adam Silver leading the way. I'll take a break here. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little sports uh, if we can. Maybe some options the way the NBA could finish the season obviously pending uh, things improving with the coronavirus. And we'll talk about how some of these future shows could turn out as well as the podcast continues to go on through the month of March. Take a break. Back in a second. Shock Shock Nick's podcast, Posting and Toasting, Podcast Network. How is the NBA going to finish this season? I've been talking to a number of people about this um, over the last couple of days. And I've gotten, like, I think I kind of mentioned this earlier. I've gotten a vast number, uh, a vast, what's the the word I'm looking for? A variety of different options (laughs) of how the season should finish and will finish. It's kind of, we're kind of in two categories. How should this season finish? And how is it really going to happen? You know, the sunshine and rainbows, you know, outlook, I guess you could say, versus, you know, what's what's more likely? You know, what what's going on? The, the sunshine and rainbows thing, there's a couple of different options here. The, the NBA could wait it out, and every month or two, they're going to give us an update, and they're going to um, provide us with some information, and then say, all right, we're we're going to come back to you in another month and we'll, you know, we're delayed for another month. We'll figure it out. You know, that kind of a thing. And we'll finish the season whenever it's co- whenever the coast is clear, like that kind of a mentality where it's going to be, you know, we're going to play it by year and then we're going to finish this season out when we can finish this season out. However, you know, with the way some of these other leagues have dealt with it, especially in Europe, it's like, what about the next year? So some of the leagues are like, you know what, we're going to finish it no matter when we finish it. And there's other leagues where it's like, you know, what are we going to do? So I, I think the NBA at some point has probably got a deadline in their head where, you know, we we want to finish this before the start of next season. But these guys need an off season. These guys need time for training camp. You know, contracts are going to run out at some point as well. How is that going to affect the NBA? As well, you know, at some point, these guys are going to lose the end of their contracts. Will the NBA be finished before that happens? I don't know. That's what some other leagues around the world have to deal with right now. Are we going to finish before people's contracts run out? And then how are we going to deal with that? Are we going to give them more time to stay with their teams? Or do those teams lose those players? And now those players have to find new teams. And if they do find new teams, can they play again right away on these new teams? How's that going to work? So there's a lot of... You know, if, ands, or buts right now with a couple of different leagues around the world in different sports. How are they going to figure out the contract situation? The the realistic side is the NBA, you know, there's there's a couple options on the realistic side. The NBA could say, you know what, you know, next month the NBA could come out and say, you know what, we're not going to play any more regular season games. This is going to be a coronavirus shortened season, you know, like a lockout shortened season. The regular season ends, you know, it doesn't matter how many, you know, games we've played or how many games someone's played more than the other, whatever the case may be, the standings stay as they are. And then when we can, we're going to just play the playoffs. 
and we might shorten the playoffs, we might keep it the same, maybe less playoff rounds, maybe less playoff teams, that's another option the NBA could go into, they could say instead of eight teams from each conference, maybe it's just four teams from each conference, and it's just a round of 16 kind of deal, where you're just playing, uh, you know, round of 16 quarterfinals, uh, semis NBA finals, like that kind of a deal, um, or in this case, you know, it would be, uh, if you do, if you do eight, it would be just quarters, semis, and then the final, you could do six teams, uh, from each, uh, league as well, uh, I, I don't know, like, this is, this is a very difficult situation, um, I, I, it, it would be, mathematically, it, it's tough to figure out, because, time is not on the NBA side here, <laughs> we don't know how this is going to turn out, but I, I, most, most people, most fans that I've talked to, and a few people that, that are looking into this, have kind of said, basically, the NBA is going to plan on completing this season, whether it's in front of fans or not in front of fans, that that's not really relevant at this period in time, they're kind of just trying to figure out how, when, where, this is all going to happen. There's some, you know, in other sports, some of the ideas are, we're going to pick a venue that's clean. They're going to go through a venue in the sports world that's normally used. If it's clean and the players are clean, that's where we're going to play the rest of our games. No one else can go in and out of that place. And the players will get to practice there. They'll schedule the games and they'll finish the games they need to finish and then the season's over, and then we'll figure out next season. Uh, there's other ways, like, where, you know, we're going to play the waiting game as long as we can. If we can't, maybe we cancel the season, and then just say, all right, there's no champion, and we just go on to the next season when the when, when the coronavirus has passed, and then that's it. So there, there's a lot of moving parts here where it kind of comes back down to this, you know, can the NBA finish this season? And I I think the answer simply is, I don't know. It's possible, you know, because when you look at the futures of the coronavirus, for lack of a better term, uh, I don't mean mean to put a stock market uh, kind of tag on it, but when you look at how this could shape out here, um, there's a wide range. You know, we could be starting to see improvements in a month or two, or we might be in this purgatory for quite some time. I mean, that's it depends on how the government handles this. It's going to come down to how these hospitals, these healthcare units, and the healthcare system as a whole can handle these next couple of weeks. Um, because, you know, every day, you know, a new state, a new region, a new country has got it. Uh, and the numbers keep going up. So it's hard to say, you know, again... There's two things at play here, really. The priorities. You know, how important is it really to finish the NBA season? In the grand scheme, I, I don't know if it's that important. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, some people will say, well, this is this is our outlet. This is where we go to during distractions. But if all these players are getting coronavirus, we're now putting their we're we're very much putting their health at risk. And some people will say, well, you know, Kevin Durant got coronavirus, but he didn't show any of the symptoms. And and that's where the ignorant people kind of come in and it's like, well, you know what he can do? Kevin Durant, he can give that virus to somebody else who maybe can't handle it like a world-class athlete can handle it. 
So that's that's the one thing that I don't get when people, you know, feel like they don't need to worry about this. People don't feel symptoms for weeks until they do. In that time, without knowing it, you could have infected somebody else. And that's why this social distancing thing, folks, is happening. The plan is so, you know, not only are you not a danger to yourself, but to others as well, because you can hurt people without even knowing it. And that's what's getting lost among a lot of people that are not giving uh, this a whole lot of time, like those idiots on Spring on spring Break down in Miami who got interviewed uh, over the weekend. Was it over the weekend or, or earlier this week? I forget when. But they're, you know, basically telling these basically telling these reporters, well, if I get it, I get it. I'm going to keep partying. It doesn't matter. And I can't tell you, I can't tell you how heartbreaking and uh, just sad that is to hear. And then the other part of it is just absolute rage. Or it's just like, are you out of your mind? You know, you're not the only people that matter. You know, just because you can't slurp slurp a little drink down a tube uh, doesn't mean, you know, that, that your life's over here. You know, you can, you know, again, it's not necessarily just about their health. It's about the health of the people around them as well. And when you've got people out there like that, it makes this situation a whole lot more difficult. It really does. Because these people just couldn't give less of a crap. And at this point, if you're not giving a crap about it, uh, you don't know what the heck's going on. You don't really get it. You don't really get how, how bad this could really get. So it's, it's frustrating. In my opinion, I, I, I don't love to go uh, with a big proclamation here, but I think it's going to probably get to a point where the NBA is probably going to cancel the rest of the regular season. That's my gut. I'm not, I don't know that. Um, but that's based on some of the information I've seen. That's how some of the other, um, you know, things I've seen with people, you know, talking about different leagues and, and things like that, the way it's being handled and, and could be handled and, and things like that, where, you know, if you want this season to really get done and you're the NBA, I think it will be done. Um, however, I don't quite know when it will be done. That's the tough part. The when is, I think, more difficult than the if. Because the NBA, I think, you know, like there's a way, you know, they're finding a way to get coronavirus tests. That's been controversial over the last week where, you know, people are saying, well, you know, in quotes, I'm putting this in quotes, you know, people are saying normal people can't get coronavirus tests, but NBA players, you know, can get it at the drop of a hat. You know, college teams, uh, if they wanted to, could get it at the drop of a hat, you know, if they were still playing. Like, those kind of things are being thrown around, and I get the frustration there. I really do. I completely understand where everybody's coming from in that situation. But I'm just I'm just using this as a kind of a guide here to kind of tell you how it could get done. You know, there's a way where the NBA could test the teams that need to be tested, and if they're clean, there could be a way to do it where they are isolated but can still play the games. And in an empty gym and a team that's and a gym that's been cleaned out and tested and has no employees with coronavirus and you know the fans obviously wouldn't be there and and the area would have to be closed off and you know the whole really like if you're playing let's say let's say for the sake of the argument right they choose the garden 
or, you know, a couple of arenas, and they say, all right, these playoff games are going to be played here. For example, I have no idea if this is even possible, but let's say they try that. They'd have to block off, like, city blocks. You know, play, you know, people could not be around that area. So it's a lot more difficult, I think, than people are realizing as far as when they could actually do it and how they could actually do this. But I think it's going to come to the, the thing that I, I'm pretty sure in my mind is going to have to happen at some point is the NBA is probably going to have to cancel the rest of the regular season. I think it's going to end up being a shortened regular season. I can't imagine, based on time, based on what we're dealing with, and based on urgency to get this done as quickly as possible, I don't think the NBA is going to finish the regular season. I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's smart. Because I think you want to play as few games as possible to get this done. So I, I think the best... like if you. If you want to see this played, the best case scenario for you, the fan, is probably an NBA playoffs, and then that's it. Whether, you know, then we can argue about how long, which teams, how many seeds, you know, we can argue that later. I I feel like that's a little bit of a lesser part of the point, but I think the bigger thing to consider here is when, and I just don't know. I, I don't know. You know, the NBA, you know, I've seen leagues, you know, some leagues that I work for, um, where they just extended the postponement another month, where you're seeing, you know, they they wanted to start it up, you know, in April, like the beginning of April was kind of like the, the next check mark to kind of figure this out. And since then it's been, all right, we're going to push it back another month. And we're going to figure it out from there. Like that's, you know, that's a dangerous, not a dangerous game, but it's kind of like, all right, at some point, you know, difficult decisions for the NBA are going to have to be made here. And I think the other part of this to keep in mind as well is, is simply the fact that, um, what's safe for the players? I mean, that, like I said earlier, it's going to be tough to get players who are healthy to be, you know, ready for the playoffs. As far as, you know, are they really, you know, safe to go out there and play with the coronavirus, you know, still lingering or still out there or just past us? Like, that's another thing. So I I don't, you know, safety of the fans, you know, that's a little bit easier to deal with. There's social distancing. But the players are going to be in contact with each other. The players are going to want to play no matter how they're feeling. So you could say, you know, well, you tested positive, so you can't be at the arena. But, you know, now we're seeing, like, every team's got, you know, a number of players that have got the coronavirus. I I don't know. There's so many factors. There's so many factors. It's so unprecedented. Um, Obviously, as a fan, you know, my first gut instinct is to say, yeah, I really hope they finish this season. Um, And I can't imagine what team, what fans of teams like the Lakers and teams like the Clippers and my God, teams like the Bucks, uh, teams like the Celtics, though their fans. Um, obviously, first and foremost, they're worried about their families. But also, you know, they're thinking, you know, this could be our team. This could be a team that wins a title. You know, I, I, I can't imagine what those fans, if you're, you know, for a selfish moment, you're thinking about sports, you know, that's got to be really tough when you're thinking, you know, they can't just throw this season away, like that kind of a thought. So I, I feel for them. 
but I feel more for the people that are actually going through this and for the players who are going through this and people in general. So this is uh, so difficult to try to figure out. So I'll leave, I'll kind of leave that there. Let me know what you guys think. How should the NBA try to finish the regular season or the playoffs uh, and or (laughs) the playoffs in the comments below, uh, that's the place you go. Uh, PT Nick's blog on Twitter, also posting and toasting uh, on Twitter as well. That's where you go uh, if you want to hit us up there uh, to give us your thoughts on this current situation. Uh, not only how it impacts the Knicks, how it impacts the NBA, but also how it impacts sports as a whole. So obviously. Uh, I'll finish off with kind of shows in the future here. Mentioned at the top, uh, we have some ideas uh, of how we're going to go forward. Um, Not saying they're good ideas. (laughs) This is unprecedented, so we're not quite sure how any of this is going to work out. If any of this is going to work out, if we're going to do any of this stuff. Uh, One of the ideas is bracket related uh, to kind of interact with you guys. I'm not going to throw the ideas around yet because I've not gotten them approved uh, by the heads at the posting and toasting site. Once I do, once I have it all together and then they approve it, if they approve it, um, you will know about it. So that's kind of the next thing. I'm hoping to have that by next week, if not the week after. Other than that, um, we're going to try to keep you updated with what's going on in the world of sports surrounding the coronavirus and any other NBA news uh, and notes, Nick's news and notes that kind of pop up in the next week. That's going to be part of what we're doing Going forward, I'm going to try and make it uh, a little bit more fun than it's been over the last two shows. I understand that you guys, you know, that's the problem. Like, that's the problem, right? I mean, that's the big problem that I've been facing. You know, this is normally the place where we go to put the distractions aside, to take our mind off of the real bad stuff that's going on. But the real bad stuff uh, is impacting everybody. It's impacting everybody and it's impacting all of sports. We can't really ignore it. It, it would be ignorant to do that. So that's where it's tough for us going forward to make this show as fun and as, uh, you know, sports-based as we normally do, uh, but also keeping in mind that, you know, does that really matter? Is that really the top priority? There's other things going on that you need to know about and that, you know, that are more important than that. So we're trying to balance that out as best we can. That's why, you know, some of these ideas are are hoping to to balance it back into the entertainment side to to interact with you guys, give you something to look forward to that's not coronavirus related. So I'm trying to get that stuff worked out for you guys. Uh, The plan is to get the idea fully hashed out. We're going to try to get it approved. We have a couple of ideas. And then if everyone is on board, uh, we will push it along to you guys and you will get your chance to interact with the few different things we have going on until then. We will keep you up to date with what's going on throughout the world of sports, uh, not just the Knicks and the NBA, uh, to give you that content uh, that you guys are looking for in the sports side of it, but also for people that want to know more about the virus and for people that want to know more about how the virus impacts sports. uh, We're going to try to have both sides of it for you moving forward. Lastly, uh, and most importantly, stay safe out there. Uh, again, for those that continue to listen to the podcast, thank you so much. You don't have to do it, um, but you want to do it. And knowing that means a lot. Um, hopefully you and your family are safe. Stay safe. If you can stay indoors, if you can, 
keep uh, the social distancing movement moving forward in the right direction. Uh, but also, uh, and this is just this is from me, not necessarily from anybody like a doctor of the CDC. Uh, try to find time to hang out with your family. I know you're working from home and trying to find work or whatever the case may be. But if you're with your family, if you're with some friends, or you can get in contact with them, uh, do it. You know, this is the time to spend time with them. You know, again, like like I'm sure, like I'm sure many of you are like me, where you want time to yourself during this time as well. But you know, also if you're if you have the chance, you know, spend some time, whether it's on Skype, on the phone, or in person, if you can with some friends and family uh, to try and help yourself get through this because everyone's going through it. So use the resources you have to try to get through it the best you can. And more, most importantly, the most important thing, wash your hands, stay healthy, uh, make sure you keep everyone else around you that needs uh, help in check, you know, you know, check on them, I should say, uh, and make sure you keep an eye on everybody in your area uh, that needs help. If you if you can help them, uh, please do your best to do that as well. One final thing, uh, I said it before, I will say it again. Thank you again for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with another show. We look forward to hearing from you all again. Then uh, I hope you do as well. Stay safe this week. Stay healthy. Stay as happy as you can. And I will see you guys next week on the Shock Shock Knicks podcast on the Posting and Toasting podcast network.